1: Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire year as an unpaid intern, followed by a mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime. Where sexual assault is so commonplace, you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, alcoholism, anorexia nervosa, bulimia or obesity, dependent upon your job or role, hallucinations, loss of integrity, complete loss of moral compass, bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive chapping of the lips from kissing everyone's ass. If you have these or any other side effects or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood, shut up and take it. G'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Boland, the guy that you guys had a great time playing Where's Haldo with. Um, mm. G'day, Paul.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's still at that opening. Oh okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so okay. We were so,
1: literally, before the show, talking about you having to shut up and take it.
2: Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, it's
1: my neck brace, sorry. <laughs> there,
2: there, neck there's brace. that. Uh, I, I worked for a producer <laughs> who cut my rate substantially, then told me if I didn't work out the rest of the day they uh that I'd never work in this town again.
1: She sounds like yeah.
2: a gem. Uh yeah. I wish I could remember what the hell that but she's probably litigious, so you know, I couldn't really prove. I
1: can tell you one thing. I've never heard anyone say I will fuck your world up and not mean it uh, usually when people say that they've got some way they can do it i'd like to remind everyone every time we swear what? we get money to the boys and girls club know, of know, america free mma and the humane society of america so we are swearing to protect the children and animals damn it I did you say that <laughs> <laughs> I uh, guys that is my assistant alexis in the background <laughs> She has to sit and count the swearing at the end of the show and uh, she's not really the kind of chick you want to piss off for those that don't know. Uh, she's a dominatrix in her spare time. For those who do know, yes, I get your emails. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I,
2: I've looked far enough away from her where she pretty much will <laughs> cool off on the drive over. So, yeah. <laughs> she'll cool off
1: sometimes. She needs gets tortured for a whole thing. Um, but my yeah, problem. so she sits so right, there. So. <laughs> the one that pissed her off the most is full sat there interchangeably saying moist and swearing. <laughs> and she'll like, have to sit there and count it. It's lots of fun
2: I know I, I found that people hmm? Moist is like the new word that nobody wants to hear Moist <laughs> I don't get it
1: Yeah I don't get I don't it. It's just another, just another really? word
2: Just another word
1: So I've never found uh, I usually find that When someone's threatening to wreck your world They can now, when, uh, when someone's screaming, you don't know how important I am. They're usually full of shit. Um, right. But if someone is, like, straight telling you, I will skew up, I found uh-huh. like they usually can. So you kind of got to shut up and go with it, at least in my experience. Yeah.
2: I don't remember if I even worked that day or what. I cannot. Yeah, it was years ago. And again, one day. you asking me? I mean, I'm asking myself to remember the happenings of one day. Uh, yeah, because I know for whatever reason I didn't come back the next day either. A I I but I just don't remember when I told the the female producer to fuck off. Uh, I don't know. I would like to think that I did it right on the spot, but yeah, you know, there were days where you know fifty bucks and fifty bucks, you know.
1: You yeah, you kind of suck it up and go with it. No, I've had that threat. The worst ones um, are the ones where they're like, "Hey, don't talk about the sexual harassment, or don't talk about the assault, and you won't ever work again." Apparently that happened to Reese Witherspoon, which at this point, I mean, is anyone really shocked? I don't know anyone it hasn't happened to. Everyone, yeah, yeah, oh my god, god, it happened to this Cruz, person. You know, well, it happened yeah. to um, what's his face, the PewDiePie, uh, Brandon Fraser, and he quit Hollywood over it.
2: Really? That's why he quit. Yeah. Huh.
1: He, he was sexually well, assaulted. Um, he enough. won't go into details on the health bar. He, he said he simply cut it at after the guy grabs me, and he said, "You know, more stuff went on." Um, but he actually quit Hollywood over it. It really traumatized uh, him.
2: He's and then once he's he somewhat me, back. He's somewhat back. Yeah,
1: after me uh, too. He came back after me too. Right. Um, but he was but like, but "Oh, cool." There was cool, also the issue me.
2: with with uh, Brendan Fraser since the beginning of his career. The dude's like 6'4". four. Yeah. How yeah. no, hard it is to get get an act, get the love interest, and in him to line up in the same scene. I'll try it. I'm just saying. Don't ask no, anymore. Did. Couldn't do it they very right. well. When I did,
1: but I'd try it. <laughs> it I was in the
2: especially with a, like a a little dazzle? tiny Rachel Vice. I was considering but Dazzle. Can't who was a female lead in that movie. And it wasn't Elizabeth Hurley. She was the she was the bad. She was the villain.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: but but the girl was a pixie. You know, if she was well, if she was over five foot, I would be very very surprised. Right. Well, and they I, did. I them, they like, had trouble. Yeah. They at lined the up a of row 4. of what they refer to as apple boxes so that she could walk along the apple boxes, which I'm like, oh, well, that's like a two-foot ball. That could hurt. Just so that they're... You know,
1: they did that with uh, Rachel... with uh, Rachel Vice With um, uh, Natalie Portman's character at the end of Thor. There was like this kissing scene. They had to build a ramp for her to get up.
2: Mm-hmm. And then they had his wife yeah, I saw a similar, one, a similar thing happen with... Uh, Holly Hunter and Ron Silver. Uh, it was really? one of those. Uh, yeah, it was a TV movie about uh, the Billy Jean King, uh, Bobby Knight thing. And I wouldn't say that Silver was a towering individual, but when I did meet Holly, Miss Hunter, Hunter, she too. If she's five foot, I would be very surprised.
1: I uh, I had, a pro- yeah, it's, when, it's like when they put people up against um, K- Kristen Chenoweth. It doesn't matter who you put her next to; it's going to be a problem. Um, yeah, I, no, no. I, I've had I, well, they the... used
2: me—they used me for comedic effect because uh, she was boss. I did a—I did a like a, a feature bit on her on a short-lived sitcom called uh, Kristen, where the the bit was this tiny little thing was bossing this giant around and making me spit out my chewing gum. So that would be funny. You know, hmm. No, no, it worked. I wish I could. You know, I did feature bits in episodes, I believe, like 9 and 12, and it got canceled at 6. So, never saw them.
1: That sucks. The, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, I remember when I did the acting thing, because I'm, I'm 5 foot 8, and mm-hmm. I'm not overly tall for a woman, but I'm a tall, relatively tall woman. And I'd get put next to guys who are like five, six, and they're supposed to be this like yeah. love interest and the man's man and the guy standing there on an apple box.
2: Right, which doesn't really coordinate when you could look down and pat him on the head.
1: Yeah. they're like, well, we want you know, they're like, well, we can, she can't wear heels because then she towers over him, and she can't, mm-hmm. you know, for for the for the for the scenes, they're like, okay, we're going to put him here. Like, oh my god.
2: Yeah, that's most popular. So I, I would have
3: killed for men, like a Brendan Fraser.
2: <laughs> yeah it would be have i think it would be it, it seems to be the average seems to be around five six for men and five two for women
1: i find see i found the average because a lot of girls go from modeling into acting now when i'm casting right, the yeah. average for women well, is like models, five eight, five models nine. are in a
2: whole yeah models are just a whole different different animal
1: but but most actresses spent time modeling so you're looking mm-hmm. at women who, I'm, I'm not finding any actresses anymore under 5'8", and I'm, I'm just not. The older ones, yes, but now I'm not finding no, any actresses yeah. over, uh, under 5'8", and, and, and I'm not finding by, any actresses yeah,
2: over 5'6". Yeah, and even by older, you're only talking like someone who was 25 years ago.
3: Yeah, pretty
1: much. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I like, older, <laughs>
2: Yeah. That's terrible I mean, I, I, um, how do you, It's like act, actors and actresses Age like pets You know uh, that One year yeah, for every seven much. years yeah. Something like that so yeah. got, Sorry everybody That's how it works <laughs> right.
1: Yeah if you want to get in this industry Understand you have a lifespan of a gnat um, mm-hmm. I, I think the best thing I saw Was a, a comedic skit And they were, they were uh, celebrating Julia Louise Dreyfus's Last fuckable day <laughs> if you get a chance, guys, look that up. She was turning forty, and so it was. There were a bunch of actresses there, and they were all talking about her last fuckable day. Like Patricia Arquette was there. I'm trying to think of who did the skit. I think we have to go to break in a second. So when we come back, I don't know if my timing's uh, right or wrong because I called in on the phone. Not quite, um, When we not come quite. back, we
2: can still we can stretch it out for another. Not three quite. Minutes. We can talk about it. About another okay. three minutes. So um,
1: but yeah, it's the last. It's her last fuckable day. And so it was Mm. a bunch of actresses having a garden party. I know it was put together by Amy Schumer. It was one of her skits. Oh, it must have been one
2: of the Amy Amy Schumer show. Was was Julia Louise even in the sketch? Uh,
1: Julia Louise Dreyfus was in the sketch. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tina Fey was in it. Patricia Arquette was in it. Mm. Um, (sighs) It it was actually kind of, it had a lot of people in it. Um, well, chicks that make,
2: yeah, I mean, I'm one of those weird, but, but, uh, women who make me laugh, laugh, uh, they got a much longer lifespan. I mean, I still, I still carry a torch for Chloris Leachman at 94. So, you know,
1: everyone carries a I torch spread. for Chloris Leachman. Let's be real.
2: Fair enough. Um, okay, she's awesome. Leachman, if you ever hear this, I could love you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she is, she is awesome. Um,
1: but yeah, so check out, check out that, that, uh. Your last fuckable Days uh, uh, skit with uh, by Amy Schumer, it's got Tina Fey in it, Patricia Arquette, Julie Louis Dreyfus. It's really, it's really funny and really terrible because it's really true.
2: Uh, like, uh, I, yeah. I don't. And it I, does I, happen I, for guys too, guys. You
1: know. Yeah, it does. And you know, people talk about the pressure for women to lose weight in Hollywood or for women to do this. Um, or to look a certain way or be a certain way. The same pressures exist for men, just nobody gives a shit.
2: Just right. FYI. Well, you know, and Brad Pitt, you know, when he had that, that V coming out, you know, the, that V muscle looking coming out of his pants at Fight Club, it's like, ah, shit, guys. All right, I'm out. Character it is.
1: <laughs> you know. But yeah, but that well, no. It's, but now everyone's kind of like, oh, look how badly uh, Johnny Depp's aged. I'm like, really? He's kind of hot for his age. Does anyone know what his age is? How is even, like, goes, 55 one or something like that? Right. Yeah, but everyone's still expecting All right, expecting that's my guess. 30. So if
2: you actually have the real number, there you go. There's a giveaway.
1: All right, that's our giveaway for today. I'd like to do a quick right. shout-out, then we're going to go to break to um, Tiny Bubbles Hair Salon. Thank you for making me red carpet ready. Off-road rentals, thank you for the giveaway. If you guys want an ATV ride or a float at True Rest, the donor or Las Vegas, it's being given by them, but it can be used at any True Rest. Write in and tell us how old Johnny Depp is. I still think it's hot. Bikram Yoga in Palm Springs. The New Palm Springs Diet by our friend, Dr. Kenneth Russ. You want to get skinny? Go get the New Palm Springs Diet. Graduate Tempe Hotel, UFC Gyms. Castlewood Cottages up in Big Bear. And I've got True Rest, Las Vegas, and Sedona here. So they're doing the giveaway as well. So if you want to float an ATV ride, tell us how old Johnny Depp is. I still think it's hot. Um, But apparently, you know, he's, he's got like a Keith Richards vibe going on, I guess. When we come back, we're going to be chatting a little more about the horror of aging in Hollywood and sexual harassment, because why the fuck not? That's what's in the news. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bollard. And yes, when we come back, so the guy that's hitting me on Twitter will be talking about Where's Paul Doe. There is a winner from Where's Paul Doe, and I'm going to talk to you naughty, naughty people. We'll be right back after this.
0: here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, Philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voiceamerica. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome
1: back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are talking about the Hollywood horror shows. I mean, let's face it. Mm. The absolute or example what of like is to Hollywood. Call
2: Monday work? through Friday.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you kidding? You only have to work Monday through Friday. That's not fair. I don't remember the last time I got a weekend off.
2: Mm. Yeah, but I Monday mean, like through I said, Friday. I'm not Paul, you're telling not, people. Yeah, <laughs> the, yes, sorry. Back when I worked, you know, <laughs> back when I worked in the industry, it was a seven day week job most of the time.
1: Yeah, I was like, you're telling people lies, making them think they get a day off.
2: Yeah, I was. That's that. Yeah, because that's not what I was trying to do. I was just trying to say, you know, yeah, that's what happens every day. So, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I. Sorry, I think I cut out for a sec. Um, so the guys that were playing the West game, apparently yeah, they decided they were going to go on Reddit and see who could uh, get the best picture of you. And it, it turned into, you know, where to find you. And Paul mm-hmm. decided to make it really easy on everyone since everyone started about taking right. pictures of him in the bathroom. Thank you for not sending me those. Um,
2: no, I used to stall the entire They found entire him in time. a bunch of
1: clips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good idea. <laughs> it was like, well, thank you guys for the warning, and hell no. Um, but apparently, he made it really easy because I got a bunch of photos of Paul from different clips. So
2: you want to tell everyone well, I'm, what happened? I'm, I'm walking around looking like an orange magic marker. So, I mean, it's not not that I'm hiding. Hiding, and that was never my intention. I wish one of these people would have come up and said hi, you know. But, you know, no, I had a, a bunch of fun at Politicon. It was a hell of a lot smaller than it was last year. Uh, I heard estimates that maybe 8,000 people showed up to this year's, whereas 26,000 showed up last year when it was down at the convention center here in L.A. Uh, and it didn't quite have the heavyweights that it had before, you know. Uh, and everybody from like uh, Cheng Unger of the Young Turks, who only sent his uh, vice vice president, Anna Kasparian, and uh, like uh, like Ben Shapiro or Tuck, Tucker Carlson weren't there. There, uh. but all in all. Uh, one of the things that I do have is a lot of fun just talking to people, and I got interviewed by like a bunch of different people, including one that said like a forty thousand views uh, by a pretty really cool cat by the name who goes by the name of Nuance Bro. He told me his real name, and there's just no way my tongue can pronounce it. I got nothing, so uh, Nuance Bro, it is. It is
1: I think but, that's uh,
2: a good idea. So yeah, yeah, and I. So who, who's, who took pictures of me? Because I, again... People,
1: cause I not a lot hello. of people went to Politicon.
2: All right. Not a lot of people
1: went to Politicon, so they found stuff of you online and tried to get in the game by putting up pictures from the videos. <laughs> oh.
2: And well, apparently, that...
1: I made two mistakes. This is now the second mistake I've made. The first mistake mm-hmm. I made was not saying pictures with Paul, but pictures of Paul. Mistake number one. Mistake Mm -hmm. number two is I didn't say people had to be there. So the competition has turned and has become very weird.
2: Uh Ah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, fair enough. You know, I I know it, we, uh, me and my, uh, the producer from the, back when I had the vlog, vlog, we drove across country, so I can imagine, you know, I mean, certain people who were, like, mainstays there, like, uh, Ann Coulter or, uh, uh okay, but you know, well you know, everybody knows that culture will show up if you open a book. Yeah. Uh, which unfortunately I still I have this weird attraction to her. I don't I really I just don't get it. I don't get it at all. Uh like uh James Comey things, he wasn't taking questions, that irritated me. Uh Al Franken's keynote, he wasn't taking questions either. Also irritating, but still I
1: love Al Franken. Know, he's,
2: yeah, at least it was more entertaining, because there's that.
1: Since South Creek and Franken, um, mm-hmm. see, I find that great, but it didn't. Well, most of our listeners are around the Los Angeles area, so uh, the chances yeah. of them, I think, going out there were were pretty slim. So they found a way to get in on the game, but okay. it really did when well, well, they up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I tend to only wear. I tend to wear the relatively the same thing every time. So you know, black pants, black shirt saying either something I believe in or clever. Clever orange sock cap uh, and a Tulsi 2020 pin, which really people could not wrap their head around having it. I was wearing a pro-gun shirt with Tulsi Gabbard's uh, uh, election pin on. So, yeah, life's complicated, people. Things are messy. Well,
1: nobody's used to people being genuinely
2: moderate. Mm -hmm. I I, I reserve the right to pick from both sides. If they have the best ID. So here we go. I reserve the right to
1: speak Democrats every time. So I guess that's
2: fair. Yeah. I get equally, I get equally scared by both sides of the aisle. Uh,
3: (laughs) But I think we also wanted to talk
2: about, are we talking about uh, this with your mom, which is the, uh, uh, again, the whole me too thing. I'm halfway through Ronan Farrow's new book, uh, Catch. uh, Yeah. Now tell us
1: about Ronan Farrow's new book
2: okay it's all about basically the the start of the me too because he is the one that that basically his article uh, that got turned away in several outlets and was ready to do a uh, uh, a bit on uh, I think it was either and yeah it was NBC see where he's gonna gonna start basically blow the whistle on or blow the lid off what you know the Harvey Weinstein allegations and those really kind of... Ah, uh, yeah. NBC doesn't look very good, uh, and of course, there was a thing that Project Veritas released not too long ago with Amy Robach. I think it was her name, the the
1: yeah.
2: uh, reporter on on NBC, who said that yeah, we had the story story, but and they're trying to say that it didn't meet their journalistic standards. Although you know, I would say anything involved in Russia Gate met zero journalistic standards. But uh th- those are my opinions, it's not that of the show or my co host necessarily. Uh, oh,
1: no, I, I like NBC. It's Fox that I have a problem
2: with. Mm. No, 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 I get that. I have uh I have enough of a problem with both. Both it just MBC tends to uh, except MSNBC. NBC tries to be in the middle of the road, road where I, I have like more respect BBC for Fox than MSNBC. Well, I have uh, like, to uh, Fox. Could be. But uh, I would say it's a really good book. His previous book, where he interviewed like all the living Secretary of States, uh, War on Peace, is infinitely fascinating, also. Uh, but he really didn't. But he is not painting Lisa Bloom in a very good light,
1: which is a surprise because Lisa Bloom has always sold herself as a feminist champion.
2: Right. Even though that's like some of the feminists that she has championed are not. I don't think that would be really feminist. And, no, I think uh, the word you're looking like, for is that Yeah, uh, it's like it's she really. She always, no matter how you know, uh, allegedly full of shit she is, she's always been on the side like her mother, Gloria Allred, on the side of a woman.
1: I
3: like this Gloria. Is, this is taking that.
2: Way. Yeah, this is this is taking that away. Right, because she I was that. Harvey Weinstein's representative through a lot of it and she didn't get out of the kitchen until this fire started really caught fire because right, I remember relatively early on she she ad- jumped them as defended a, a or stopped working for him yeah but there were years where it was all under the table where all this slime happened around him that she was defending and making sure he's he wasn't uh Ah, you Turning know, punish for his on. crimes Yeah, pretty much But, ugh, you know, he's got enough bumps on his face Dirt starts to stick So, you know.
1: There's, I think, yeah, he's, he's a mud monster It just comes down to mm-hmm. every Everyone in Hollywood's experienced it I mean, whatchamacallit uh, Ruth is talking about You know, when they threatened and said If she told, she'd never work again Over sexual harassment and blah, blah, blah I'm kind of like you're a little late to the party. Everyone knows <laughs> like, it's happened to everyone. Right. There's no exception. I don't know anyone. Did she just, it hasn't
2: recently do this. Yeah. How? Okay. Cause that's, see, that's where I think it's a little, maybe a little, cause she's got a TV show coming up.
1: Well, so she just got out of contract. Back, it, so she got, she in, got out of contract where she was. Uh-huh.
2: So it's
1: uh, kind of a, uh, and I, I get it. Yeah. There are things I'd like to say, but can't. Cause I still, my contract is still there. It's the same uh-huh. as you saw with the playboy bunnies. As soon as their NPAs NDAs were up, they, right. they talked as soon as her NDA was up. She
2: talked. Fair enough. But I thought those, why would they put, if you're signing an NDA, why would they, they expire?
1: Yes, they do. <laughs> it's illegal to have a forever one unless you're doing it through the government.
2: Well, I, <sighs> Not sure. I thought a few of the NDAs I signed were like permanent. You know, of course, I don't Oh, yeah, have a they say they're permanent.
1: Them. They're also damn near yeah. unenforceable. A permanent NDA is Fair almost enough. unenforceable.
2: Okay. Uh, unless you, but if you don't have any lawyer whatsoever, they're enough to scare you into the silence like me. That being exactly. said, exactly. Go
1: okay, guys, when we come back, we are going to be on with Patty Morris, my mom, and we're going to be talking about Hollywood horror shows. I'm from
0: you're on with my co-host, just militant moderate, Paul Michael Bold, and we'll be right back after this. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet
2: talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com
0: are listening to behind the scenes with host summer helene to connect with the show today please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to bts at summer now let's go back behind the scenes
1: g'day g'day guys welcome back to behind the scenes i'm your host summer helene and i got bit by a mosquito we are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland. Good day, Paul.
2: Uh, good. I'm still here, right? Okay, there we
1: go. Yeah, you're still here. We're all I still here, my... Paul.
2: No, 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 no. Just, just making sure there was there was weird things happening with my phone.
1: That's uh, an improvement. Every time I hear there are weird, weird things happening with you, um, uh-huh. I hold my breath, wanting to know what it is.
2: Yeah, I know that. but well, that's why I had to put weird things happening with my phone.
1: Um. Ah. That makes sense. Guys, well, I'd like to...
2: Hmm? Yeah, we have a guest on hold, so...
0: Guys,
1: I'd like to welcome to the show... Uh, Patty Morris, my mom. G'day, mom. Welcome to the show. It's, it always sounds terrible. Hello, hello. In the honey, industry how are forever. you? I'm listening.
3: Can you hear G'day?
1: me? I can. Hi. Yeah. I was saying Good. it's a little well, funny. Me- Sorry? Every time I introduce you on the show, I say my mum, but I should probably give you, you know, more professional credits, given that that's why we have you on the show. That would be
3: more appropriate, yes.
1: <laughs> a little <bit> different, <laughs> guys. This is my mum. She's on because she's my mum. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I've actually I've got your bio. Um, Patty Morris began mm. dancing at the age of six. She was a contemporary freestyle dancer, a ballroom teacher by the age of sixteen. Uh, one of uh, we'll talk about the James Ray thing in a minute. She, uh, in, in a decade, in the 1970s, in a decade of political unrest, you have a really good bio. Um, she shared opportunities to all dancers, regardless of race or gender, to the surprise and gratitude of dancers wanting to make a name for themselves. As one of LA and Orange County's most highly acclaimed competitive dancers, she danced her way through her degree at UCLA. Paying for her tuition and books with her winnings. Nice. She competed on many. Uh, she competed against many of the Soul Train dancers, the Lockers, the American Bandstand, and others who felt they had a chance in major competitions. I'd also like to say she beat them. That's just my personal thing. Uh, her TV choreography includes uh, Dos Equis commercials, talk shows, Petite Body Engineer Company. Wow. MC'd for Chippendales. I need to read your biome. I mean, you're actually really impressive. The Riviera Hotel... Her dance crew, uh, Lady Dynamite, uh, was, in, was danced at the Las Vegas Tropicana Hotel. She was a backup singer for Del Shannon. Nice. Uh, she moved to Australia where she, yep, she became a performance coordinator. I know that. That's really interesting. I need to read your bio more often, Mum. Don't I'm forget you, Sajaka. Okay, keep, you tell because I'm now reading through your bio. I'm like, you're really impressive. I forget that.
3: Yeah, no, I uh, just wound up being a backup singer, and we were really going for a dance gig and wound up doing backup singing for Neil Sadaka and then Del Shannon, which was, of course, exciting and fun at that time, many years ago, of course. And uh, then, of course, got sent to all kinds of unusual things. You know, they would book us and fib about who we were. It was very interesting what agents did.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> you see usually I, when someone I, says what agents did, it's a real horror story that comes up. So that's better I guess.
3: Yeah, no no, I this was just in terms of the work, like bookiness us uh strippers at an Air Force um Vanderbilt Van Vanderburg Air Force Base. I can remember. And they and here the guys are waiting for us to strip and we want a strip show.
1: You know, I felt bad for the guys, but there was nothing we could do. You know, we were could have stripped. How thing. about you could have stripped? I mean, you could have done. I'm not suggesting it. I'm just saying. Well, no, but we were already in kind of brief clothing anyway.
3: So what was there left to take off? I mean, without showing it all or something, you know, we were.
2: Yeah, that would dancing. that would be the point right there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not saying
2: you should have. Not saying you should have. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, actually my girlfriend and I were laughing about the wet t shirt contest they used to have and her and I getting in one. Which was absolutely absurd absurd because she and I couldn't have been flatter women. In Yeah, dancers the wet have t-shirt no contest.
2: boobs. Sorry? Yeah, because the, the dancers with the larger ones tend to have be off balance. So yeah.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah actually, well actual dancers way. don't have boobs.
3: I talked to them and uh it's just apparently they get in their way, which I can, yeah. I can understand. Wow.
2: Most, yeah, no, no, uh, no. I, I knew, knew a very, also. very, uh, very gifted uh, gymnast. And she said when she, she was former distant because of her gifts, because, yeah, she would try to uh-huh. do a spin and it would completely throw off, off balance.
1: Mm. Yeah, I've, I never had boobs, so I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boobs well, were not something I inherited I from my, block, eh? Hey. Yeah, um, I, I inherited my mum's boobs, so that was uh, nothing to shout home about. Um, hmm. I wish I didn't. Ha- I wish I'd gotten the dance talent. That would have been nice. notice
2: that I am saying absolutely nothing at this point. So <laughs> I just <laughs> want that to be clear. I am not involved in this part of the conversation.
3: <laughs> well, I actually want <laughs> to throw out something because uh, just for like the heads up on the no on. The dancers from, uh, that have been, you know, like even popular now, going back to the 70s, that we have a group of about 150 people who are from our dance circuit of the 70s, 70s, which included all the clubs. I've just recently been thinking about people to try to catch up with, but it's quite amazing. One fellow is in town. Japan. A lot of the dancers go and travel and teach the style of dancing they created, which was walking. Walking was done by Don Campbell in the 70s, and uh, him and all the, uh, you know, other people who really got into locking. now just, I mean, they're in their 60s, and they're traveling around still teaching dance all over the world, and they're teaching our style.
1: Yeah, I've, I've watched you dance. It's really incredible, I have to say. Mm.
3: It's well, genuinely incredible. Yeah, I was incredible. lucky. I got, a, I got a mix of uh, street and train, where most street dancers are just street dancers, and most train dancers are train dancers, you know? Yeah,
1: didn't you, teach, didn't you teach ballroom dancing to the guy that shot Martin Luther King?
3: Yes, I did, but I was very young.
1: They accused, <laughs> you, of, they accused you of having an affair with him or some such thing?
3: Yes, I have the article on that. Um, apparently, because I left the studio around the same time they arrested him, they thought there might have been some, you know, hinky connection. But newspapers do that to kind of uh, create suspense or do whatever they're going to do. Because I thought it was, you know, a little over the
2: top. Yeah, of course. Cause, right? Because shooting a world leader you know. wasn't enough. They had to. They had to add to it.
1: I yeah. know, they, had oh, to, they, I, they had to I add was, him having but, an affair with a minor at the time. Um, yeah. I do well, have no, to say, was, though. Yeah,
2: I was. I was
3: under 21. You're absolutely right.
1: You, um, I think you were like 17. But the the best mm. part of it, when Mum tells me this story, she's like, I don't know how they could think I was associated with him. I was like a one-woman civil rights movement. I did my part for that. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you know, I did the civil <laughs> rights movement. And I'm sitting there trying to figure out what the hell she's talking about. And she goes, I'm just surprised you weren't born black. I'm like, thanks, Mom. Uh, okay, I get it.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> oh. oh,
1: that's horrible. Thank you very much. You're welcome.
2: I was about to bring up that you might be <laughs> well, saying no, that in a say, wrong way, but uh, nope. That's no,
1: she does <laughs> The only thing bad about it is it makes
2: me look
3: like a very loose woman, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but now I'm too old to care.
2: <laughs> yeah, you do you. You do you. You know. That's yeah, all. that's it.
1: But I'm sitting there. She's telling me this story, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, Mom, you have no idea how bad this sounds. Then she ended with that. I was like, Shit, she means it. I, <laughs> hey,
2: who's my <might've laughs> judge? You know. There you go. It wasn't with the person in question.
1: No,
3: that's a valid point. <laughs> right. No, so, but uh, they certainly tried to, like I say, picture. I. The article said I was this smoky brunette. And I thought, "Wow, look at the adjective, smoky brunette." What's Should a nice I way of calling been... you a slut? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking more the smoky brunette being in the you know the the old clubs of the '40s with the smoke going through and the detectives and her walking yeah, up. Yeah, I think with a McCall, leg, so. you know, and.
1: Yeah, well Mom, you're like five foot two, so the, the whole tall and smoky
3: you are it. too. <laughs> I am you, a very I tall was when five foot four and a half. <laughs> Listen, And I had to put and I was the taller I want to know there were people in my dance group smaller than me. That's why we well, put it together. Because that's I why could you myself in Vegas as a dancer. I'm five foot four and a half. You know they want she's tall girls. She's they want two. tall girls. So I just put my own group together. I think <laughs> that that's work? a good way
1: of doing it. <laughs> now, you've now you've had a lot of experiences with these producers. Um Reese Witherspoon oh God, just got yes. out of her NDA. So eventually, ah, when NDAs okay. die, people talk about what's happened to them. Uh, she just got yes. out of her NDA, and she's talking about sexual harassment and sexual assault, and that you know and one of the things I said is I don't know anyone that's worked in entertainment that hasn't had that experience. Now, the exception being... I, I'm, go- well,
3: I'm going to agree. And I'm, I'm going to tell you what a stinker I thought my um, uh, choreographer was, this fellow I'd worked for. I won't say his name because he's got a show back in Vegas again.
1: Then you but should say his way- name and give him the middle finger. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
3: yeah, um, he... Um, you know, way of sending, I guess, women off to perform is to pinch them on the nipple. Now, what you know, I know that may sound harmless to some, but i i thought it was horrible. It's not. No one has a right. You know, it's—it just no one has a right for things like now, that. And
1: I got to say, that's one of the more mild stories I've heard. When you, yeah, well, you it personally, is for
3: me, of course, for- but.
1: Yeah, because you've told was, me some real horror stories, but yeah. so for that one to get to you, it means it really emotionally had to have crossed a line. Yeah, because I could, just like I did want to strip as a dancer, I
3: considered myself dancer. And, you know, there, they, there was just in those days no real respect for a dancer. You tell them you're a dancer, and they say, oh, are you topless? Well... Look at me and ask me that question How absurd um, <laughs> You know that was just they Nobody could take dancing as a serious profession You know It's certainly blossomed in the past You know what? Actually
1: years? mom I, I gotta tell you It's still the first question When you say you're a dancer People's first question is do you strip Not really plus, it's, Do you strip that is the first question Well with question. the advent of Shows, how could they
3: even think that? Mom, no, you, know? you came from a
1: time where they had bandstand dancing was more popular in the seventies than it is now. The reality is, as unfortunate as mm. it sounds, um,
2: there is more dancing on poles these days than anywhere else. Yeah, so going to throw that out there.
3: Right, but you also you have a uh, venue, you have a way to get dancers out there in the public between so you think he can dance and dancing with Mm -hmm. the stars and the whatever whatever's we had you had american band
1: but mom you you (laughs) had you had the same kind of stuff i I hate to say it but dancers and i feel like i'm the bearer of bad i feel so terrible so before i say this i'm going to tell you guys um I, i missed out on a lot of the problems that people go through, especially when I was underage, anyone even looked at me, my mother was standing there screaming jailbait. Um, so I was, <laughs> I was really, really lucky. I've had problems, but they've been predominantly since I was an adult and, you know, I tell mom, no, I can take care of myself. I was wrong, by the way. So I'm going to be like the bearer of bad news here and so I'm going to feel guilty about this. Um, no, mom, the, even with those shows, Most dancers are still expected to strip. It's how they support themselves. I know a lot of professional dancers that dance back up in music videos and things like that. The way they make their money behind the scenes is to strip.
3: That's really. I guess nobody's going to admit that to me, but most people I know are, you know, in groups performing. They're actually out performing. So they're. Yeah, but but you're
1: kind of a dance icon, you're also very terrifying. And for all of the problems you've had, you have a very strong sense of pride in who you are and what you do. So I can understand, especially to dancers that look up to you and to people that know you, they're not going to turn around and be like, oh, yeah, I was stripping to make the extra money. I I
3: do have to say I felt like a kid the other night, though. I went to uh, a club. There still are some dance clubs around. Everybody looked old. Including me, probably. (laughs) I was just surprised. You know, you expect to go in the club and see young people, but it wasn't. Anyway, I met a couple of my friends there, and I was able to get one of them up dancing after he just had uh, back surgery from doing butt drops. You wouldn't know what a butt drop is. I know what a butt drop is. You can tell everyone what a butt drop is. You tried to teach me a butt drop. Yeah, I got nothing. both, Both legs up. And land literally on your bottom, on your butt. And in the the lockers tended to do knee drops and butt drops. Well, anyway, his surgery was due to the butt drop. But the point of the whole conversation was I got him up dancing. He hadn't danced for about five or six months. He was afraid to. So I got him up. And um, he... uh, kept pointing to me, like, going, there's that nature. But like, everybody should know who the heck I am. I'm so embarrassed, but I also felt, wow, that was so good for my ego. It was like the awe I felt one time when um, I was introduced to the dancers in Splash, and they had all heard of me, and Jeffrey, a friend of mine, took me, you know, uh, to meet all of them after the show, and it was like, you know, it was A strange feeling, Summer, but certainly very nice. That's all I can say. I don't even know how to explain the feeling, but it's
1: amazing. You say say this like babe in the woods like you're in awe. You've been in the entertainment industry forever. I've gone places and talked into people that know you. Like I've gone places where I'm talking to someone, and they're like, you're Patty H's kid. Or you're Patty's kid. I'm like, "Um, excuse me, I'm important, damn it. They're like, no, you're Patty's (laughs) kid, right? I'm like, Yep. (laughs) So it's 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 interesting that you that it still surprises you. I think I find that really interesting. That that still surprises well, it you does I mean,
3: because it's been years, honey.
1: You know, it's a long time. It's really and, not, you know, Mom. What you you just well, did something a few years dancing, back. but
3: you know, you're going through different generations of, of what we call circuit dancers. And we were, you know, uh, and then, of course, when I start throwing out the names, people go, who, what? They don't, you know, because everybody took kind of funny nicknames.
1: Mom, and they're people still, doing still that, know, of course. people, you, Boogaloo Shrimp is still brought up in rap songs. So is Camberlock. And the fact that I know these names is really depressing to me. I swear, I'm, I, I take myself more seriously than this. Um... Well but, no, but you know Shabadoo yeah. and Scooby
3: Doo and um, I do. But Mickey Luke. Yeah.
1: They they're still brought up. Um at least Boogaloo Shrimp is I know um they're still brought up in rap songs. I mean everyone knows who Tony Basil is.
3: Your well, inner world she she made she made a hit with that Mickey. As a dancer, she was great. She was if you look she's been in a lot of movies. Yeah, and I thought it was because uh, she married old, Dean
1: Stockwell. Like, that Sorry? Was her, yeah, well, that, that too. Yeah,
3: I'm sure that helped.
2: Yeah, wasn't she in Five Easy Pieces? Was a, I'm pretty sure she was.
3: She might have been.
2: All right. <laughs> okay, I, I think she
3: might have yeah. been in West Side Story too.
0: She'll kill a you girl for, like, in for the dating red her breast.
1: age-wise. She's going to kill you for dating her age? What? No, no, She's she was a baby Dating her. Yeah, she was, oh, baby. Honey, she she was, was a baby. Oh, honey, she was only uh,
3: three years old then, a toddler. Ah,
1: see, perfect, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, Mom, <laughs> you were going to get, like, a violently rude email from her. <laughs> like, how could
2: you yep. say this? I was, yeah, she was, she was <laughs> she four. Definitely, she definitely was playing, and in an, an, an a remark, she looked remarkably, at negative uh, 15 months old.
1: Exactly, uh, yeah. Is it like, an Elvis movie? Yeah. So. She's afraid, and she's afraid. Yeah, and she she's, was, yeah. no, so was great really in an Elvis movie. <laughs> she's in an Elvis movie. Oh yeah, Good she God. was
2: in Elvis movies too, as
3: a dancer. Yeah, we've
1: Las know, Vegas a stated, right? Yep. Okay. My God, well, Mum, especially as a dancer, you know, we talk about how to get into Hollywood. Um, people tell me, you know, we will ask, "Well, I want to dance, or I want to do this. What do I do?" My response is, "Don't take your top off." Um Yes. which is always probably yeah, we'll not get you anywhere. answer. <laughs> no. um, what advice would you have to people? And don't oh, give the gosh. advice you texted you know Alexis.
3: Something that I've been telling a lot of people lately, I said, you've got to keep working at, you know, getting your gigs, doing what you need to do, getting your face and name out there, because things happen. You, things don't come to you. You've got to go for it. So you go for it. Every audition you think you can, you're going to get one or two of those. You uh, you know, get on a show if you can, get your face out there. Do what, if you're good enough, believe me, uh, that is a great way to go. And you just pursue it because an agent isn't going to take you unless you've done something. That's the bottom line. And you're not doing anything because you don't have an agent. So you have to learn to get out there and promote yourself and work at it, which I actually did. I was quite good at marketing and dealing with all of this. So I was I, very I, fortunate.
1: Yeah, you were amazing. I remember we'd go to events, especially when I was younger. I was too afraid to talk to anyone. Mama grabbed my hand, dragged me over and be like, have you met my daughter Summer? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you were definitely not shy. Um, guys, there is a show, Let's Dance USA, we've talked about it for quite a while, um, it's finishing up edit, I believe we have some clips that are going to be coming out, you're going to be able to find them on TikTok and YouTube, um, and Mum, where can they find your social media, which I have to link to TikTok, and teach you how to use TikTok? Okay, I am the Patty H. Morris,
3: or am I just the Patty H.,
1: party age i'll put up a link to her twitter and her facebook jump on there guys yeah Say hi, Paul. instagram twitter facebook all of it you're on instagram yes man i feel old i never use my instagram um yeah
2: i i gotta get on instagram too i really do yeah
1: you really do and you gotta get on tiktok you gotta take clips from the militant moderate and put them on tiktok paul um, yeah
2: and Paul. Yeah. <laughs> don't
1: air, don't air me. TikTok is important.
3: Good, no, we've I, endorsed I, them. Listen, do we get anything a kickback? Have we've endorsed TikTok? What do they give us? We, uh, we
1: <laughs> 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 TikTok. I have a very, very good relationship with TikTok. Don't mess with me. Um, <laughs> 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 no, TikTok is Your a really, show a really is far po- too
3: short for me by the way.
1: Well, you need to come on more often. I've already got a bunch of questions on Twitter well, yes, that we're I never going to get answered. She doesn't give me that
3: many invites. Every now and then she goes, we're going to talk about how to get into Hollywood. You know, would you be on the show? And then I get on it. and we. How much, did, how never. much did you pay, Phil, have <laughs> you gotten today about getting into Hollywood? I want you to well, know. No. You're going to have to come in next week to get the rest of it
1: (laughs) (laughs) and we never get it done it's really terrible we always end up talking about something else um paul i'm gonna put up your links Mum, i'm gonna put up your links Mm -hmm. we're at the end of the show Guys, I'm Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, host of Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland. I'll put up his links, find him on social media. And our very, very special guest, Patty H. She's my mom. And you can find her on uh, social media. I'll put up links oh. to her social media as well. And you'll know where to find me because you're currently yelling at me on Twitter for not asking any of the questions you wanted. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I, I really am sorry, uh, guys. One, one uh, quick
2: thing. I'm, I could also be found in Nuance Bros uh, video interviewing people at Politicon 2019. So People found Paul. Mm.
1: People, they, they entered, they entered Find off. Paul Doe. They entered Find Paul Doe with clips uh, of you from Politicon, um, which uh, I didn't say uh. wasn't okay. So next time, yeah. guys, you have to see him in person. I'm some alien yeah. behind the scenes. We'll see you next week.